you are fake news. There is no gray. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Just black and white. It's political bullshit. This is the truth. I can do whatever the hell I want. This is Danny Land. He goes home now to mommy and he gets reprimanded and that's the end. Sorry, mommy. Sorry, mom. And, uh, and here we go. Friends, how are you? Good Friday. Strange week. Easter's on Sunday. Danny Chekolinski is the name. I'm your host. This is Danny Land. 90% of the world is stupid. Welcome to the 10%. We are in lockdown. When does it end? I don't know. A lot to talk about. Come to you from the dungeon. That's my basement here in Willoughby, Ohio. That is about 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland, the rock and roll capital of the world. Having a beer, i got to be honest with you. I'm having one right here. Miller Lite, so probably have about 10 of these before I start to sound stupid. Uh, yeah, I'm going stir-crazy. I've lived, like I said, I've lived this way in self-isolation for, I don't know, nine years? I don't like it. Can't go outside without a mask. Six feet away, they've got these... Uh, Tape markings around and everybody looking at you like you're full of the crud. Everybody's judging. Speaking of which, the World Health Organization. If they had, we're going to start with this, my friends. If they had their way, they would walk up your driveway. They would knock on your door. They would stick a thermometer in the mouth of every family member. And if you had the fever, you'd be taken away. Don't believe me? Most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries now is happening in the household, at family level. In some senses, transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a a safe and dignified manner. In a safe and dignified manner. You're going to come in my house. All right, let me see if I understand this uh, right, Mr. Uh, accent guy. You you think it's okay to break and enter, kidnap, and, I don't know, maybe even kill. Who knows, right? This is what more government does, all right? You give up your rights. And you know what? In some cases, you might even give up your freaking life. I'm not going to tell you what I have here in the house, all right? I'm a law-abiding citizen. I don't like government. I hate the government. I don't know how much longer this podcast is going to be up before they take it down because they don't like what I say. I don't bother anyone. So if you come up my driveway with a fucking thermometer and you want to take my temperature, it's not going to end well for you. You don't need one of those body bags I got in New York City they can't find for you to get off my driveway. Telling us what to wear, what to say, how to act. Joe Biden told uh, George uh, Snuffleupagus, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wear a mask, sure, why not? And we've seen also these new guidelines from the CDC say, 
saying that they believe that the public now should wear masks in public. President Trump said he doesn't want to do it, he's not going to do it, but, so, but several other leading politicians are. When you go in in public going forward, will you be wearing a mask? Yes. Look, I think it's important to follow the science. Listen to the experts. Do what they tell you. Uh, it's, uh, you know, you may not look how he may not like how he looks in a mask, but uh, the truth of the matter is that follow the science. Look, again, we go back to January. I bring this up all the time, but uh, the Fauci said, uh, Dr. Fauci said on January the 21st uh, that we had nothing to worry about, okay? Those are your experts. Come on, Joe. Really? You're not going to be out of the basement for months from, from now. And the last thing I want to see, come on, let's be honest. You tune in to see the president. You don't want to see him wearing a freaking mask. People are going to get scared. They are. They're scared now. Tell you what I don't like. I don't like to see Pence and Trump in the same room. I don't like seeing that at all. I just don't. Maybe that's the next step. Isolate them. Oh, Pelosi's going to love that. You know, heaven forbid, freaking Pence, that walking, that walking corpse, he sneezes. She'll be like, ooh. Oh, by the way, while we're talking about the Bidens here, who can uh, who could forget how stupid Whoopi Goldberg was on The View when she was, she was they were talking about uh, Jill Biden, well, Dr. Biden, okay? And how she would make a, Whoopi brought up how she would make a great surgeon general. That's fine. But she's not a medical doctor, okay? That would be like me putting on a, a grass skirt and a fucking chicken bone and going to Haiti and saying I'm a heart surgeon. Listen to this. When Dr. Jill becomes a surgeon general, his wife. Yeah, Joe, Joe Biden's wife, because she, you know, she he would it. never do it, but she, it, yeah, she's a hell of a doctor. She's an amazing doctor. I she's I a doctor like, and PhD. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I could know. be wrong. I thought she was yeah, a she's, she's oh. a teacher, but, you know. <laughs> she's a doctor of chalk, okay? Not trying to belittle her uh, education, all right? She's a very educated woman, all right? But she's not whoopy. You know, and if, if some of you, you got to call 911 to get your hair out of your face someday. This is not the woman to chop off the hair on your head. Good God, Ted Danson was naked with that woman. All right. Ah, uh, we're talking, uh, the, the, by the way, Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders dropped out of the uh, Democratic campaign. That happened on, uh, what was it, Wednesday? Something, I don't know. Okay, here's Bernie. We are going to defeat Trump. Because we are putting together an unprecedented, grassroots, multi-generational, multi-racial movement. Here's a question we got on Facebook for our Facebook group across the aisle, across the nation. And Bernie Sanders would like to know the answer to that question because his support is he's got such strength among younger voters. This is such a point of weakness. Oh, no, okay. Here's the thing. Okay, By the way, I was wrong. I was wrong about Biden being done by St. Patrick's Day. I thought this was going to be the guy for the Democrats. But, you know, they're going to blame Elizabeth Warren for holding out on that weekend, too, because she held her supporters back that, that, that one weekend in question. That could have rolled the, that could have turned the tide for Sanders. It really could have if she pulled out before the election. Anyhow, I was wrong. Bernie has young supporters. They're vocal. 
But they're not going to stand in line to vote. That's the thing. Biden's people, they're senile. They'll stand in line forever thinking they're going to get free pudding. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, with this uh, Chinese virus thing going on, we don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to uh, delay the election? It's possible. Oh, they want to do it by mail? Well, there's a good idea. Because it's not corrupt enough already. We're going to all, all going to vote by mail. Right. Neither side should be happy with that. Let me uh, switch over to uh, this uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Reiner. He was on uh, CNN's uh, Out Front. Cardiologist at the George Washington University. And he was talking about... Uh, The UK's uh, Prime Minister, uh, Boris Johnson, he was moved into uh, ICO, uh, ICU treatment, rather. Uh, I believe it was on Monday after his condition uh, worsened. As you know, he does have the uh, Chinese uh, virus. Well, like every American, I, I wish the Prime Minister uh, a speedy recovery, but it's an ominous occurrence. Uh, the best data we have actually comes out of the UK. It was recently published. Uh, from the uh, Intensive Care uh, National Audit and Research Center, which looked at about, looked at about 165 uh, patients admitted to the ICU uh, in the UK with COVID-19. And the mortality rate for pe people who need intensive care unit man uh, management is about 50%. For those who need to be intubated, uh, need to be put on a respirator, the mortality is 66%. So almost two thirds of people who are intubated in the setting of COVID-19 uh, don't survive. But, wow, uh, so go ahead. No, what I, what I was going to say, Aaron, is that, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible cautionary tale because this is a virus that has become ubiquitous. And when I, when I watch our leadership uh, do uh, these daily pre, uh, press conferences, I'm worried for their safety. This shows that anyone can be infected uh, with the virus, and I just don't think that uh, our leadership here is taking this uh, seriously enough for their own safety. I worry about the safety of the president and the vice president. There you go. And I, I just said that uh, a couple of minutes ago, okay? Not in the same room, not wearing masks, don't want to see it, okay? Brought up the uh, doctor brought up a good point there, okay? What you, what you don't want to do is, uh, if, if, if you test positive for the virus, you have the signs and you have to go into the, uh, the hospital, that's, that's okay. You don't want to go in the ICU. They're going to put you on, like uh, with the prime minister, they put you on oxygen at first, okay? You don't want to go on that incubator. Not at all. You go to ICU, you got a 50% 50 chance of coming out of ICU. You go to that incubator and it, it drops significantly. 60 65% death mortality. So. Hey, I, I get a lot of grief calling it the Chinese virus, but that's what it is, all right? People say I'm right. No, I'm not racist, all right? I'm calling it what it is. And locals in Wuhan, get a load of this, where the uh, Chinese virus originated, have heard screams coming from funeral home furnaces and some treated in hospitals. Now, now they're saying they saw workers but living Chinese virus patients in body bags. Again, take it for what it is. 
Is it true? We don't know. You have to decide. Social media video: A woman describes her terrifying experience inside a Chinese hospital. She says she witnessed critically ill coronavirus patients being sent away for cremation while they're still alive. NTD's Juliet Song has more. A Wuhan hospital is sending coronavirus patients for cremation while they're still alive. That's according to a woman in a video that's circulating on social media. Speaking in a Wuhan dialect, the woman describes how she witnessed the patient next door being sealed up in body bags. This video could not be independently verified. She goes on to say the man was wrapped in four body bags and then put into a box-like device. The man was in his 70s and critically ill. He was in room number 18, the ward next door to her. Wow.、Yeah. Room number eighteen, not the not the room to be into, I guess that、uh, that night. If it's true, I don't know if it's true. Who knows? Hey, we we already know the stuff that we have been、uh, subjected to here in, in the United States over the past month is a bunch. What I don't know, seventy five percent bullshit. So what? You're you're going to dismiss this? Well, maybe not. Look at it a couple of times, then decide. President Donald Trump called ABC News chief, uh, uh, White House correspondent John Carl. John Carl. He called him a third-rate、uh, reporter. Right. This happened during uh, Monday's uh, task force、uh, press conference. Got kind of, kind of heated here. Uh, here we go. So that's a discussion for the future. I think testing is really in a good position right now, and I'd be happy to expand on some of the really good tests that are coming up. How long has that person been in government? Did serve in the previous administration. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Oh, I see. You didn't tell me that, John. You didn't tell me that. Did serve in the previous administration. You mean the Obama administration? Thank you for telling me that. See, there's a typical. Fake news deal. No, look, look. I told you when she was appointed. You're a third-rate reporter. Wow. And what you just said is a disgrace. Okay. You asked me. You said, "Sir, just got appointed." Take a look at what you said. Now I said, "When did they? When did this person? How long in government?" Well, it was appointed in the Obama administration. Thank you very much, John. Thank you very much. You will never make it. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. All right, now let's uh, let's uh, look at all the、uh, politics that go on、uh, behind the、uh, behind the microphone. You got、uh, Dr. Burks up there in the White House task force. You got Dr. Fauci, that short little guy that's pretty smart. He's got a, you know, he's spicy, seventy nine years of age, right? All right. So Trump doesn't like this、uh, John Carl guy from ABC. All right, now Fauci does. Listen to who. Fauci handles or how Fauci handles a question from Scott about if we ever return to normal. What do you think? Great question, too, by the way. Go ahead.、Um, about getting he can insult me all he wants.、Sorry. I don't care.、Well, It doesn't ahead, matter.、Um, about getting back to normal. You said you wanted to get back to normal、uh, <clears throat> as soon as possible. Will we truly get back to normal in this country before there's an actual vaccine that's available to everybody? How do you how do you start lifting the restrictions? Yeah, well, well, John, if, if back to normal means acting like there never was a coronavirus problem, I, I don't think that's going to happen until we do have a situation where you can completely protect the population. Getting back to normal, we mean something very different from what we're going through right now. Because right now we are in a very intense mitigation. 
when we get back to normal, we will go back gradually to the point where we can function as a society. Yeah, okay. But but what is, Dr. Fauci, what is normal? Do we go, the question is, do we go back, and then you brought it back to function as a society, which is not really answering the question. Let me answer the question, all right? Will everyone that worked outside the home go back to working outside the home? No, absolutely. This is life altering. This is a social lifestyle alter. Will it, will we ever shake a hand again? I I don't think so. But where do you draw the line? At a hug? Will we hug again? I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, Boy Scout counselors that are hoping that we will hug again. It's being honest. Kiss? Otherwise... We live in fear. I mean, what? Let's, let's go back to the Spanish flu of 1918. And if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, you know, get on the Google and get on the Google and hit it. We went back to normal. I'm going to tell you right now, there's not going to be a baseball season. Yeah, mark it down right now. What is it? Uh, 17 minutes, 30 seconds into the podcast. It's not going to be a baseball season. The NFL is going to be affected as well. Things are going to change. But we, 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 need, we need normalcy. Now, all right, let's go back to this uh, Carl guy. Uh, John Carl, uh, the reporter. And listen to what he uh, thought of Trump calling him a third-rate reporter. Look, he can insult me all he wants. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is getting to the bottom of what is happening with the federal response and how people should be responding to this crisis. All right. Look, I was in the media. I was in the media for 25 years. All right? Not willingly. It just came with the, came with the position. Most media people, like 90, 90, maybe 95%, they're out there for their own name. They're out there. They care about themselves. They're the biggest fucking narcissists around. They want to make a name. And if John Scott can make Trump get pissed, then John Scott gets clips on other networks, and John Scott's making a name. But at what price? At what price? Just because you can light a firework and throw it on the train track and have somebody pick it up doesn't make you a journalist. That was a hell of an analogy, by the way. Where did that come from, friends? All right, quickly, let, let me uh, do some sports stuff here. And it's, it's lifestyle stuff. It's not necessarily all sports and statistics. Here in Cleveland, it's, uh, it's going to be a big year. And, of course, you know, we're loaded with all kinds of talent, high on expectations and whatnot. And we, we may not even play the fucking season. So uh, quarterback ESPN, they've got this uh, show called uh, Quarterback Continued. First take. They took a deep dive into Baker Mayfield, the Browns quarterback. More specifically, they're offered their options on whether or not the Browns made a mistake. Take it, Bay Mayfield is the number one overall pick, pick in uh, 2018. Here's Stephen A. Smith. Did you think it was a mistake for the Browns to draft him one overall? I think so. Um, and, and that's not to sit up there and act like D Baker Mayfield can't play because I know that he can play. He's not a scrub. 
Uh, but me personally, I thought that Sam Donald uh, might have been the better fit. I, he's two years younger. Uh, he's he's about two to three inches taller. Uh, he's bigger. Uh, that, that that definitely has something to do with it. Um, but more importantly, he doesn't talk nearly as much as Baker Mayfield, inciting dudes to come at him in an even more ferocious fashion just to shut him the hell up. All right. It's you know, when, the, when the quarterback has a big mouth or the wide receiver has a big mouth and they produce, it's, it's very sexy. Let's be honest. That's cool. You run your mouth, you back it up, you, you, you tell them what you're going to do, you do it, and you tell them what you did, that's pretty fucking sexy. It is. You tell them what you're going to do, you don't do it, and then you make excuses, that ain't sexy. That, I'm sorry, no. Nah. And again, we don't know if there's going to be a season this year. So what do you do if you're in the Browns? Do you hang on to the guy or not? Because this is the season of decision. It is. You roll the dice. You're number four. You do that? Really? Oh. Howard Stern is the greatest interviewer of all time, and he got the first interview with uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the, the greatest quarterback of all time, he left the New England Patriots. He just signed a two-year deal with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, what I like about Stern's interview is he, it's even if you're not a sports fan, you can still relate because he makes it a lifestyle thing, all right? And he concentrated on what it was like for Tom Brady to be uh, renting a home... <laughs> in Tampa Bay from former New York Yankees uh, baseball, I guess, legend, Derek Jeter. I mean, that's that's what he's doing. So uh, here's how Howard kind of personified it. Let's say the washing machine breaks. Does Jeter have to come yeah. over and fix it because you're paying him? <laughs> I call and I bitch to him and he gets it fixed. So everyone thinks they want to own a home and it's nice to rent. I mean, I would definitely say like there's no you get all the benefits with none of the responsibilities. So I'm totally cool with this. Yeah. And I mean, how does that all work? Like does Jeter like say, look, Tom, we're your friend, but now we got to talk business. This is what I'm charging you a month. And do you kind of say, hey, you know, dude, what about a little price break here? Or, or was Friends it an easy... Friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> who, yeah. Who negotiated that? Uh, not neither of us. So right. we let other people handle it. So it worked out good. He left it furnished for me. So I didn't have to deal with any of that. So it's just a lot of great things about it. <laughs> See, that's, uh, that's great. If it goes through everything like uh, we go through everything, right? Yeah. I hope you're safe, my friends. I really, I really do. Times are tough. And uh, we'll talk again. We'll talk again. I hope you have a good Easter, good holiday. Oh, I need a favor. Uh, tell tell one person about the podcast because I'm not really sure how long they're going to keep this up because I talk about some shit that's going to, I don't know, people don't, don't want me to talk about. There's a couple of people out there that want me to shut up, but that's all right. You know who you are. And uh, you could uh, French kiss my chafed asshole, but that's a story for a different day. One person about the podcast, uh, for, uh, link it on Facebook page, uh, you do Twitter, uh, tweet it on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, post it on LinkedIn. One person means a lot. Be safe out there. Cover up. Wear the mask. Uh, don't run out of booze. And uh, how about uh, Tiger King? <laughs> when in doubt, 
Tune into a Tiger King, huh? Yeah, yeah. You have just experienced the truth. And I love all people, rich or poor. But in those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? Make sure to tune it again to Danny Land. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself.